1: Hello, everybody. It's Thursday, August 8th, and we're ready to begin again with you. I'm Scott with my awesome wife, Teresa, and this is Living It Up.
0: And that's exactly what we're doing here in Texas. That's
1: exactly right. We're
0: expecting another scorching weekend the yeah. way it is already.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for those 100-degree weather. But
0: I saw in the forecast <laughs> that it's supposed to get into the 90s with 20% chance of rain by the weekend. Mm, cool but we front. have to remember we're in mm. Texas, so if you wait a minute, things will change. That's so, right. For the weather. Hopefully not.
1: Yeah, it I need, it to nice. ma- need to make sure I get my coat out for yeah. this weekend. It's in the 90s.
0: So. I was thinking more like this. <laughs> get the sprinklers going the way the front of our yard looks.
1: Yeah, that's true. Anyway, well, anyway <laughs> that's enough about us. But our topic is, are you nursing and rehearsing resentments? What do we mean by that, Teresa?
0: Well, what we want to continue with that and say, we wanted to help you guys see how you can stop those grievances from poisoning your day, zapping your joy, and stealing your peace. Because what it, I believe what it boils down to, if there's someone that you're upset with, And you truly believe that God is in control of everything. And it's really not that person that you're upset with. It's really God. Mm -hmm. And that is so hard for us to admit. But again, if you truly believe God's in control of every part of your life and you're upset about something... Really, it's him that we're upset about. God yeah. is the one that moves in people's hearts. He's the one that directs their paths, even even though they've planned their way. So um, we need to really give that a lot of thought and let that go and trust God with.
1: That's right. You know, this comes from the scripture, Matthew 6, 9 through 13, which is the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. And part of the Lord's Prayer is in Matthew 6, um, uh, verse twelve says, "And forgive us our sins, as we have forgiven those who sin against us." And then in Matthew six fourteen, it explains, "If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's well, pretty? I think the Lord kind of spelled that out pretty easily to us. Mm-hmm. That do you want us? you know? Do we want Him to forgive our sins? Of course. Well. He expects us to forgive those who sin against us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So God, uh, you know, he expects us to do our part.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't hold grievances to, against people. Resentments against people.
0: Trust God.
1: Oh, trust him.
0: Trust him and and just say, I don't understand this, God. I don't like it. But I'm going to trust that you know what's going on. You're, you've got this. And I don't, I don't understand it at all. I thought I was doing what you were telling me to do and then this has blown up in my face. And so I I for I forgive myself for ever having a reason to have to mm-hmm. even ask for forgiveness in the first place. Right. And especially God for being upset with you for having it go a way that you knew was better for me anyway.
1: Well, you know, listen to this. However, you know, really when we're asking God's forgiveness for our personal shortcomings and sins, it's hypocritical unless we're willing to forgive others. That's
0: exactly right.
1: I mean, you know, we're praying to God on our knees, Lord, please forgive us for wronging someone or doing, you know, this or that. It's kind of like the uh, the story in the Bible about the man who was forgiven a debt. And it was about $5,000 in today's money. Well, as soon as he was forgiven the debt from the king, he went to the guy who owed him money and threatened to kill him if he didn't pay him his debt back. Mm-hmm. So the king forgave this guy, and then that guy couldn't forgive someone else. So what did the king do? <laughs> he said, really? He said, well, later, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> he had the guy killed. Mm-hmm. But but the, the story, of the, the moral of that story is this. He was forgiven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he didn't forgive That's others, right. you know, right. so he suffered the consequence. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know... Us, you know, being human, being flesh, you know, that it, it's at times it is difficult when someone wrongs you, mm-hmm. especially at the moment to turn around and go, you know, I forgive you for doing that. It may take you a little while. I mean, you know, you I may mean? you may have to go and and cool down for a little bit and think about it and go, That's man, okay. I cannot believe that person just did that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Take a deep breath, and maybe the next day or a couple of days later, go up to them, and go, you know what? I really didn't appreciate the way you acted towards me, mm-hmm. but I want you to know something: I forgive you.
0: Right, and hurting people hurt other people. Right, and that's the other thing that we got to remember: um, that's a lot of, most of the time where it's coming from. And if we're hurt and they're hurt, then it's very toxic, yeah. and and nothing can get accomplished. But to be able to stand back from the situation and get your wits about you and get a hold of yourself, like you said so that you can respond and not uh-huh. react and look at the situation for what it really is and something is just not right
1: yeah.
0: here with them, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to extend grace.
1: That's right. I don't
0: know what's going on deep down inside. They have some deep wounds yeah. that are really none of my business. It's That's my right. business to forgive them.
1: You know, and when you don't forgive someone and when you're asking God for his forgiveness, you know, not only is it selfish but it's Mm -hmm. Mm self-destructive. I mean, then you become, uh, how how would we say, judgmental? That they're not good enough to be forgiven, but I am. Mm
0: -hmm. Right.
1: So listen, you know, we all have done this, okay? One thing that really, and I hate to say it, but when I wasn't saved years ago, that really turned me off from the church was what I saw a lot of times was self-righteous attitudes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like someone talking, and go, oh, I can't believe they did that. Well, you know what, really? Let's examine your life, you know? And so that really kind of turned me off. And so I really try to never be self-righteous and, and, and fall into that category. Uh, you know, because I, 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 we don't want to be perceived as that, as Christians.
0: Well, then to bring up their past when they're walking with God now and for them to remember that this is what a life looks like that's been changed by God. Right. You know, if you want to remember the past, go ahead. But what you're seeing now is a life that has been changed by mm-hmm. God's love.
1: That's right. You know, and seeing that, you know, uh, once I gave my life to to Christ. Then I realized that, hey, man, I mean, you just have to be thankful every day on your knees that he's forgiven you. Okay? He didn't hang on that cross so you could not forgive others. Okay? In the Bible, it tells us to pick up our cross daily and follow him. That is a really a great way of saying. By picking up your cross, is to forgive others. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so, really think about that, okay? And uh, on the latter side,
0: we want you to know how much God loves you. Oh yeah. And if you don't know that, it is hard to forgive Him and anybody else, including yourself. Mm-hmm. But He really does love you. All right. And we want to. All oh, we always pray that people will grasp that. Because if you're mad at him, if you think all the things that have gone on and Mm -hmm. wrong in your life are his fault, it's hard not only to love him, but it's hard to trust him with your life. It is. But for whatever wrong ideas you have about him, we pray that's the whole point of this ministry is to help you see who he really is, that this God works.
1: Yeah, he's a loving God. Man, I have a blast. You know, I love partying with Jesus. Yeah. He's, you know, I've... Years ago, I used to think I was having a great time <laughs> with all the addictions I had and things of that sort, until he showed up and, 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 and gave his all to me when I asked him. And then I realized, man, this is what living it up is all about. So if you've never done that, and you may have been in church for years, but you've never really said, Lord, I want to give my all to you, my life to you. Or you may have walked away from me. Today's your day. Father, thank you, Lord, for everyone who's listened to our podcast today. We pray blessings upon them, Father God. And we pray that they pray this prayer if they don't know you or coming back to you, Father. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Be Lord of my life. I believe that you died. You rose on the third day to give me a new life. And because I ask you to forgive my sins, my sins are forgiven. Thank you for being my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm.
0: Okay, how exciting that is.
1: It is. We want to hear from you. If you've prayed that prayer or if you have a prayer request or or just want to communicate something to us, uh, please email us at Up org, And we uh, encourage you to get into a church, a uh, Bible-based um, uh, church that has a mentorship mm-hmm. program or discipleship mm-hmm. program so someone can walk along beside you yes. this awesome new walk with Jesus.
0: So remember, if are you nursing or rehearsing any resentments? Don't. Don't, don't do it anymore. Just make it, draw a line in the sand or a line in the blood right now so that you can stop those grievances from poisoning your day, zapping your joy, and stealing your peace. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. We it's want you not. to start living it up.
1: While well, beginning again.
0: Talk to you tomorrow.